ladies and gentlemen, would like to welcome you aboard. We kindly ask that you fasten your seatbelt and eat your fucking nuts. This is Confessions on the Fly with LJ and Flight Attendant Joe. And we are here. Thanks, guys, for joining us back on the Confessions on the Fly podcast. LJ's laughing for some reason. <laughs> because I was thinking about tacos. Why tacos? I'm so hungry. I'm thinking about tacos now because I saw that chihuahua down the street. <laughs> and I wanted to put, because only in L.A. do you see a chihuahua walking down the street that's smaller than any kitten I've ever seen. It's the tiniest chihuahua I've oh ever God. seen. Oh, my God. I wanted to pick pick it up and put it in my pocket. I know you did. But his mom looked like she would beat me up. <laughs> Absolutely. I love chihuahuas. You like the little babies. Yes, I love so animals. Yes. So what's going on with you, Missy? How are you? seen you. Oh. I am fan. Yeah, I'm. You know what? I'm okay. Okay. Yeah, no, I'm doing good. I'm doing well. Been working a lot. Don't like that. Oh, I've been off for quite some time. Oh, that's nice. Which has been lovely and amazing, and doing other projects with writing and stuff like that. Very good. You know. Yes. Um, and then so last night I took um melatonin. Do you melatonin? I, you know, I, I melatonin. I melatonin. I do. I have to melatonin because by nature, like, I stay up really late. Um, oh. So I'm like, that's why I love doing red eyes. But I have a trip coming up, and it's all mornings. So I'm trying to regulate my system and get back on getting up very early okay. and that kind of stuff. So it's it's easier so I'm not, my body's not stressed out. Right. And I'm not sleeping for three hours or two hours and mm-hmm. then trying to work a full day. Um, so I melatonin to try to like regulate the system, but do you get like crazy freaking dreams? Out of control. Out of control. Okay. Out of control. Okay. So melatonin makes me nuts. All right. So I, <laughs> I, I feel like I shouldn't take it while I'm on layovers and stuff like that. Oh yeah. Cause you might not wake up. Cause you might, I'm, I get terrified of not waking up. Right. I don't like putting things in my system. Blah, blah, right. blah, blah. Um, I'm not even going to comment on putting <laughs> things inside your system. So continue, please. I'm very specific. I'm trying to behave I'm right I'm very now. specific. Yeah. Okay. What I put in my body in <laughs> all places. Batteries um, not included. <laughs> definitely not. No, no. Stop, <laughs> stop. <laughs> if if it's ahead. purple and plastic, I'll take it. I don't even know what that means. <laughs> Is that like a dog's penis? What? Oh, no, that's red. That's anyway, like lipstick. Ah, continue. Uh, okay. I'm out of control. Anyway, no, so, so I took melatonin the other night and I had the craziest dream, like full on drug cartel, mm. like Mary Louise Parker from Weeds, like dream uh-huh. that I was getting kidnapped, that I was oh, wow. drug smuggling and like in a warehouse. Try- and it was so vivid, like uh-huh. beyond vivid. And I literally had one of those out of body experiences where like, wow, I really need to write this down because this is amazing. Right. And I was like, I can't wait to tell Joe this. But Aww, like it was. Oh, nice. I miss you. Um, but I li- it was so vivid and it was like just insane. And it went on the entire night. OK. Do you ever have those dreams that like like, it goes on for the entire night, and, I, and you wake up exhausted. Yes, and then I fall back to sleep, and it continues. It's yes. like a sequel, and I'm yes. like, I did not sign up for this. <laughs> I did not sign up for this trilogy. <laughs> this is way this too is much ex- for me. I've, when I take um, Melania, <laughs> we... My God, you, ladies and gentlemen, she just busted out. I can't fly for months. <laughs> my ear is buzzing out. Um... We call so in my house. In my house, we call melatonin Melania's because we figure if you're going to be married to Donald Trump, you've got to be on some type of medication. And melatonin Melania, they go. So Matt will say to me, "Did you take a Melania, Papa Melania?" So I took a Melania the other night. Also, Matt, where's my cookies? (laughs) 
Uh, Chuck and Melania, and um, I had this dream. Oh do you know what a you know what a slack line is, right? Yeah. I had for, a dream. I was uh, yeah. that you walk along. Yeah, I had a dream. I was driving my Mini Cooper on fire. <laughs> Just one. Like, I was in the car driving, and I was like, I'm on a slack line. I don't even know where the tires are. I need to wake up for this. And then I was hiking on the slack line, and the slack line went from San Francisco to Reno with no stop. Can you imagine hiking from San Fr- on a slack line? Like, 10, th- it was like, and it was like 10, like, I was higher than the trees. Like, jets oh were flying God. by me. And I was like, well, no wonder Melania walks around like everything's fine. Right. She's just constantly on melatonin. Bless her. Bless her. She's sleeping all the time. Bless her heart. Oh, I can't oh, even. I can't even. I that so is a job. It really is. Let's not get into politics, but that's a job that I would not even want to collect unemployment on. Because <laughs> that, that means at some point I did the job. Right. And by she, job, I mean blow. <laughs> Sorry, I keep interrupting you. Uh, she deserves to be paid more. Oh, my God. Uh, anyway, so that was my, like, I'm just trying to regulate my system and get some uh, normal dreams, but melatonins. Well, I've really. slept at your house, and you you um, you definitely have a, an interesting sleeping pattern. What do you I've mean? No, I don't know. It's just like because when you go to sleep, I I'm afraid you're gonna die. <laughs> Like, because you, you put your eye mask on, even if it's dark, and you have, I think you put a hoodie over your head. I, I you, you Yeah, you, like, curl up in, like, a, in a ball. I put pillows on top of my face. You basically smother yourself. You die for six hours, and then you wake up, and you're reborn. I don't know. It's When I sleep over, and I have to go, because in, I don't want to give details of LJ's apartment, and but you have to go through her bedroom to get to the bathroom, and whenever I have to go, I'm always like, should I wake her to see if she's alive and then I'm like I'll just figure it out it's fine I have a very cute tiny apartment it's very cute it's, it's a very tiny cute little bungalow and I've used the bathroom and pooped many times in there so nice yeah. lovely but I I, I want to talk about something that ha- we are going to talk about something that happened at work as we spend the whole episode sorry we're just talking, talking about, about melatonin <laughs> <laughs> what this episode is really about. And, and anyone who's listening is like, oh, I take melatonin. And exactly. I have those fucked up dreams, sure. too. Oh, that's oh one. there's one. If you listen to this podcast, you know LJ keeps track of how many times I say fuck. Mm-hmm. Do you that, keep track of how many times two. I? I don't think I've. No, first. I guess I could. Maybe. I should keep track of how many times you grab your boobs and adjust yourself. Always. Well, then the, Every two sh- well, the show would be over because yeah. I'd be like, we can't do anything but talk I'm about that. I'm constantly fidgeting. Well, I'd fidget with your boobs, too. Okay. Can Sorry. we get back on track? Back. So, I worked a trip. What are we talking about for today? Today we're going to talk about the gate agent agenda. Ooh. The gate agent agenda, um, which is to get the airplane door closed. That's all they care about, right? Correct. I think. Out and on time. Out and on time. So, I was working last week, and um, the airplane came in late, which mm-hmm. is not our fault. Correct. Right. So... The five of us, two pilots and three flight attendants, we walk down the jet bridge and the pilot, the captain starts briefing us. So we okay. have to do a safety security briefing. He tells us all the important information we need to know, right? Totally. So um, as he's talking, the gate agent walks up and says to him, interrupts his secure. I don't even look at my phone while the captain does his. You're not supposed to. You're supposed no, to. No, it's, it's, it's respect. Well, it's rude. Yeah. This gate agent walks. I'm not even going to say where we were. He walks up to the pilot and interrupts and says, you have three minutes. To the pilot? He says to the captain. Or he didn't say to the group of you? No, he looked at the captain and he said, you have three minutes. So the captain paused. We all looked at the guy like, wow, we're going to get to see somebody die. (laughs) So we look over and the captain goes, 
three minutes for what? And he goes, three minutes until we are ready to board. And the captain says, you, you see me briefing, you know, the plane came in late, right? And he's like, yeah. And he's like, and I'm briefing my crew. You're, you know, you just walked up. So we're going to board when I say we're ready to board. And he goes, yeah, well, you know, I'm going to have to put this delay on you. Like, and I'm thinking, dude, you must have the biggest fucking elephant balls in the world. You can mark that fuck down. Oh, Oh, that's two. Like, you must, like, you're so brave. So the captain goes, yeah, you know what? Put the delay on me. Yeah. Um, I don't get in trouble. Yeah. Because I need to brief my crew. Yeah. And the flight attendants have not even been on the airplane yet. So when they go on the airplane, they're going to do their security checks, and then they're going to tell you when they're ready to board. Oh, my God. He said this? He, He said this. So... The gate agent has, does not, the gate, uh, I can't even spit out the words. The gate agent says, well, you know, technically, we're the ones who tell the flight attendants when it's time to board. He's got a death wish. So at this point, I'm just like, I don't, is the flight going to cancel? Because I expect the whole airport to explode right now. So the captain goes, "Um, yeah, no, they're going to tell, not today. They're going to tell you. Now, let me finish my briefing and you go back up to the gate. Well, let me tell you something. I got the hardest boner <laughs> because this captain was saying all these things. I was so boned up. I was, I was going to say, I would be so turned on. I had to lean on my suitcase because I, I was afraid my bone was going to pull me over. <laughs> I would be so turned on at that point. I wish my bone was that big. But no, <laughs> like, like I was just sitting here going, why am I lying to everybody? Oh. Like, I, I, I wish I could use it as a kickstick. But <laughs> Tripod. I was just like, after the gate agent left, he goes, the captain says, that guy must be new. And I was like. Oh, my God, I love you. I love you. Like, my pants were wet. I love I, you. I wanted to just show him my boobs, right? but I don't think he's into that. No. So, <laughs> so, so that was that situation. And then, like, oh. two days later, we're in Florida somewhere. Did I don't you even, get a delay? But side note, did you get a no, delay? No, we closed the board on. We closed the plane on time because I don't fuck around. Yeah. I get things done. Yeah. So, um, but it was just the arrogance of him to walk up to the captain and say, you have three you minutes. You have three minutes to board. So, hold that thought. Please. So, like, two weeks, no, like, two days later, I'm somewhere in Florida and we're like we finished boarding like 15 minutes before we're supposed to leave Mm -hmm. and the airplane the pilot for people who don't know pilots can't close the door 10 minutes they can only close the door 10 minutes before departure if they want to close it earlier than that they have to get approval from like operations and all that stuff right (laughs) so the gate agent's standing up there it's like 25 maybe it's even 20 minutes before we can even close the door okay and she's like, come on, are you guys ready? Are you guys ready? And the flight attendant's like, well, we're not even allowed to close the yeah, door yet. Yeah, so what are, yeah. And um, the gate agent sticks her head into the flight deck and goes, are you guys ready to close the door? And the first officer says, well, we're still fueling the airplane, so no. You can't, And yeah. we can't even close the door for 10 more minutes. You can't, and she, you can't close the door while it's fueling. You can't close the door while it's fueling. <laughs> and we couldn't even close the door for like five or 10 more minutes yeah, because they'd regardless. have to get approval. So she just stands up there staring at the flight attendant. Until they could close the door. I was very upset. I can imagine. Well, I, you know, I understand the agenda is to close the door. So I always have to remind myself who to focus my frustrations on. Correct. And it's not the gate agents. Correct. It's the airline. That's exactly what I was going to say. I don't feel that it is the gate agent's fault i think that they are getting so much pressure and i feel like a lot of the airlines divide the groups you know Mm. in terms of the pilots the flight attendants the gate agents when it should be us working together to get it 
out on time or whatever it is. Right. Um, but well, you, they ahead. put too much pressure on the gate agents to get it out on time no matter what, but they don't right. take into account what else is going on. And then I understand there's emails and like, well, why didn't it go out on time? Like, well, you right. have to put the delay on someone. The delay you have to put, right. Like, so when there's a uh, delay, when there's a delay... There's a code because you can't just you can't just say, oh, yeah, the plane went out. Somebody has to be blamed for why it's delayed. Yeah. Right. And pilots, I don't say this to be disrespectful, but pilots don't really care because pilots are like safety comes first. So if I'm busy doing something safety related and we're delayed, we're delayed. As uh, and I agree. Right. Flight flight attendants, you know, we get I haven't had a delay code put on me in probably five or six years. And whenever I do, I laugh at it because I'm like, yeah, I can't. I'll tell one for you. Um, And then gate agents. But gate agents get the they get put on disciplinary action. If flights go out, they get the front of it. They get a they get so much pressure Mm -hmm. that I have to when they're standing there and they're like, are you ready? Are you ready? Are you ready? And I'm like, I'm doing my safety checks. I have to remind myself, okay. Don't be mad at them Correct. because they're afraid for their job yeah. because the airline's going to put them on disciplinary action because they're putting so much pressure mm-hmm. on them. I think there needs to be a better system for all of us working together. The communication needs to be better. I don't, I don't I, know what I, the solution I, this would be. I know what the solution is. I should start an airline. There you go. The solution is, my dear, these airlines need to stop having airplanes turn so quickly. Oh, absolutely. The so, turn times are un, you know, so the plane, unrealistic. The plane lands at 12 and it's going to be out at 1235. You're out of your mind. You want me to deplane 200 people. Seven wheelchairs. Clean up the plane. 14 strollers. Reboard 200 people, no. plus everything that LJ just said. And be out on. No, it's it's, it, it's not realistic. It's not realistic. It's not realistic. They need, and I understand, well, you know, time is money. And right. da, 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 that's the, the thing. They want, they want it out. They want right. it out. They want it out. Because they want to make more money. I get that. But you're causing more problems in the long run. Right. And also, then there's people are missing steps and not doing their job correctly because they're in a rush. Right. Yeah. That's a problem. That, it's very, it's very upsetting. And I feel really bad. For, I, I personally, I feel for the could gate never agents. be a I, gate would, agent. I could never do their job. The, like I've seen them get ripped apart with delays. Like people are, awful and they take the brunt of it they are the face of it and i could never do their job i have so much respect for them i don't know how they do that and i've been there when the crew's waiting to get on a plane and the gate agent will turn around and like come to us and be like we just got word that we're canceling this flight i just need a second to like compose myself because it's going to be a shit storm happening they 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 have to call the police sometimes it's horrendous so like i feel for them but also i've had a situation Mm -hmm. where i'll talk about my gate agent story of being, I don't know if I should say where I was. Well, I always make up cities. Great. So I was in, um, Houston. Great. Sure. I was in Houston. Let's, let's say that. And there were about, I'm not even going to lie. It's a child heavy city. So there's about 14 to 15 strollers, double strollers coming off of the flight. So you were in Orlando. (laughs) (laughs) Another one. Okay. (laughs) The other one. I don't even know the other one, but go ahead. But yes. Um, So there's 14 to 15 strollers, double strollers coming off, two or three wheelchairs. We're on the jet bridge. Uh Uh-huh. And it was the same situation of like, okay, can we board? Right. I'm like, we're not even on the plane yet. Right. But can we board? 
No, I haven't even gone on the plane. I, I haven't even made eye contact with the pilots. I haven't right. even done my checks. Right. But like, can we board? We have seven wheelchairs. <laughs> but it's like they're but not, it's like even, they're not even listening to anything right. that you're saying. No. And I got a delay code for that. Oh. I was livid. Right. Like livid. But you have to understand that they're so afraid to put the codes there. They'll get fired. But I, I don't understand what the problem is. Like, no, deplaning. We had seven wheelchairs right. and 15. And, things, I think, and we couldn't get everybody off the plane within a 15 minute turn time. I do believe there is a code for like that type of stuff. Can you hear my stomach growling? I'm so sorry. And you really need that taco. I really need a taco. I wish I had a taco for you. No, sorry. Go no, ahead. No, it's continue. okay. But I think there's a code like because I've asked the gate agent like, well, what if it's just like, oops, you know, you were taking this straight back wheelchair off the airplane yeah. and it took a long time. They're Correct. like, oh, yeah, we have a code for that. Then use that. Stop putting it on the flight. I feel like putting it on the flight attendants in that situation, I was so livid. I was so livid. But I also agree with you, and I and I understand that, and I've been there too. I also agree with you when you talked about how they keep the work groups separate. Mm-hmm. Because you know, it's just like, I don't know if you've ever read the book 1984 by George Orwell, but, yeah. it, but it's basically three different types of countries that are on the planet, and each ruler of those countries keeps those people so separate because when you do that, you can have more control. control. Over, over your people. people. So, you know, the gate it's agents... An active, it's absolutely an active choice. So it's the gate agents against the flight attendants and the flight attendants against the pilots and the pilots against the gate. And Because of then ev- it's the airline doesn't take any responsibility for right. anything that the goes wrong. It's, say, oh, it's the flight attendants. Oh, it's the gate right. agents. Oh, it's the right. pilots. No, most actually... Of, it, most of the time, it's the weather. Correct. And it's the passengers who... Or there's who, a mechanical. Right. So, you know... Um, your stomach's growling. I have to burp so bad that I'm, I've literally swallowed it like 10 times. <laughs> I'm sorry if you heard that, and it's disgusting. There you go. But um, so, yeah, so I was just so – I'm so frustrated. So I wrote the blo- a blog post about it the other day, and I was just talking about how I – don't be mad at the gate agents. Don't. Yes, they could change their behavior a little bit. They don't have to be assholes. Flight, Flight attendants, attendants don't have, have to be, be assholes. Oh. High five, because we have the same brain here. Yeah. And um, pilots, well, they're always going to be assholes. Oh my god! Can I tell you what happened the other day? Yes. So um, this is off topic, but I have to share this. So we were flying, and um, we had like seven deadheaders. And deadheaders are when the airline is positioning flight attendants or pilots. Correct. They deadhead to a new location for you people who don't know that so we had like seven deadheaders and when everyone was deplaned one of the deadhead pilots was walking to get his luggage that was in the overhead bin now all the passengers were off the plane except a woman who was waiting on a wheelchair okay so as he's walking by she stops him this is a true story she stops him and says sir do you know if if the wheelchairs are on in the jet bridge he stops he looks down at his wings. He points at his wings and he goes, um, what does that say? <gasps> it says pilot. And then he walked on. He walked off. He just kept walking. The flight. Now, I didn't witness this. The other flight attendant witnessed this, but she told me and there's no reason that she would lie about it. And I kept asking her for like, I would sit there and be like, are you lying? You're lying. She's like, no, I'm still shocked. I'm like, no, that didn't happen. She goes, no, I was standing right there. I was I looked at the woman and said, I'm so sorry. And she was like, what did I say wrong? So, oh my God, that was that's because I said some pilots are assholes. I had to bring up that story, but bringing it back to the gate agents. Wow, I know, isn't that like that could wow shocking? Like, dude, she should write in. 
nothing well, would be done. What's going to happen yeah, to exactly. him? Like, remember the, sure. remember the remember the captain who was talking to the gate agent and said, put the little A on me. I'm not yeah, going to get in trouble. Exactly. They don't get in trouble. But, um, but yeah, so focusing like airlines need to stop putting so much pressure on these gate agents yeah. and and being and and stretching out that turn. I understand that if the plane's not flying, it's not making money. Yes, I understand but that. You're also got miserable employees who are causing anxiety to your pilots and your flight attendants yeah. and and it's just too much. So yeah. I had to really tell myself like don't be mad at them because they have a lot of pressure on them. Yes. Yeah, I just think rushing things uh, slip through the cracks, and I think it's that's a huge problem. I agree. I agree. Ten. So, um, but yeah, so that's how I felt about that, and it was just really upsetting to to come to the realization because I've always been want I've always wanted to be angry at the gate agents. I've always okay. wanted to be like, oh, um, they don't fucking play around. Look at them acting like that. This is ridiculous. Like they don't. And then I work with flight attendants who used to be gate agents, okay. and they're like, yeah, you know, I, I, I don't understand what's going on. Like we used to not be like that. And I'm thinking, I'm sure you were like, that. Uh, but um, my also, you know, check more bags. <laughs> that's also my thing. Gate check more bags. That that's the problem. That's also a problem with like boarding and deplaning and stuff like that. When we're dealing with bags in the overhead bins, and it could have easily been solved on the ground. Right. You know? Yeah. No. I. How many times have you seen a passenger come on with a bag that you know you just look at it and you say this bag doesn't you could fit a small child in that? Yeah. Bag. This like, bag. I don't, yeah. I flew. Mm -hmm. I was non-revving on a, an airline like six or eight months ago and I was standing in line as we were as we were walking on board and they were checking our our um boarding passes and this gate agent was literally taking everyone's bag and putting it in the bagger and I was like that's fine that's great yeah. no that's great because that's what it's there for that's why it's there and um and then you say to the gate agents like how did this bag get through I don't know you know I'm working at the gate alone you know I'm all by myself they don't have enough reinforcements so they don't have what does that go know, back support. to the airline. airline. So I feel like everything gets put on the employees. Yeah. When they're understaffed. When, when they're, they're understaffed. Yeah, that's not yeah. fair. That's so. not fair at all. Well, a supervisor is supposed to come by and help. Well, they're not there. So yeah. that's a problem. Yeah. They uh, need to be held accountable for that. Yeah, right. And being held accountable is something that I don't know how you feel, but I always feel that it's always the flight attendant work group that's held accountable. Like if I'm two minutes late to the gate, I'm in trouble. Correct. Somebody just commented on my blog. Tell me what you think about this. Okay. Somebody just commented. And when I, I wrote that blog post about gate agents, somebody commented like, our flight was delayed in 90 minutes because the flight attendant was eating in a restaurant. What? So I was like, I, at first I didn't comment. And then, and then, you know, somebody started a conversation about it. And somebody was like, I don't know if that's true. And then they were yeah. arguing because that's what happens. Yeah. And then I social media. Right. And then and I everyone. piped in. Yeah. And I was like, you know, I'll be honest. I've been a flight attendant for over 10 years and I have never, ever heard, ever yeah. heard of a flight attendant being 90 minutes late to the gate on their own accord. Like, I am just not going to go to the gate. Oh, I have to be at the gate at 10? I'm just going to go to the gate at 1130. Yeah. That, so I was just, so I said to them, like, there's probably a lot of things that you... Don't know. Right. And then this person, of course... Yeah. 
and was not happy with that of and course. said, no, you know, I was there and that flight, they just showed up an hour and a half late for no reason. And I'm like, that's, in my mind, I'm like, that's not true. Correct. That's fake news. Correct. But also, I do think the agents, agents are our first line of defense, too, because if they get on the PA or whatever to the gate, if there is a delay or they're waiting on a flight attendant or somebody got sick or had a family emergency, because that honestly has happened time and time again, Mm -hmm. because again, we are humans and we are real people. And, you know, I've recently witnessed, you know, uh, one of the pilots um, had a family emergency and he literally flew into our station and had to get on a, get a family emergency with one of his kids and had to get pulled off that trip so he can get home as fast as possible. Sure. Um, which, of course, they're human, and that happens. So there is a call-out system where, like, they have to get another pilot there. That's right. going to take some time. Right. Like, each company, I think, has a different call-out system, whether it's an hour or two hours or whatever, that they have to get to the gate, Right. you know, to get there. So also, I think the gate agents, what they say and how they present that information to the people on that flight is a big thing, too. Right. They can be like, oh, well, we're just waiting for a pilot who's just not here. Right. Well, that's I've, a problem. I've heard them or say, like, like, we're waiting on the flight attendants. So then, of course, and then one time I was working So then it seems like I'm, like, sloshing in right. and, like, just, you know, worked, sauntering in and be like, oh, I just, you know, got to get my Starbucks. And right. Like, blah, 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 blah. No. I'm that running from another I'm gate. I'm running from another gate or I just got a phone call from, you know, crew recovery or something that says hi you have to get down to this airport within this amount of time go now 90 percent of the time i'm throwing on my stockings grabbing my bag and be like where am i going we don't know do i have a hotel we don't know i have no information i'm just trying to get there as fast as possible to get there for you but if the gate agents is saying flat out like oh we're just waiting for a flight attendant then it looks like I'm a jerk. Right. But I've had gated engines who who say flat out on the PA, like, we have a flight attendant. They're coming in. They're saving the day. So this flight doesn't have to get canceled. And then right. I'll get a round of applause when I right. wa- walk up to the gate for like or thank yous when I when they come on. Thanks sure. so much for doing this. So we're not canceled. Of course. Yes. Happy, happy to help. You know what I mean? Like, happy to be here. Happy to get you where you need to go. That mm. makes my life so much easier. So I think if if it is that working together kind of thing, I I have great gate agents at my airport, at my airline, um, and I'm very fortunate for that. Mm -hmm. So and I think it it also is a lot says a lot about the people that they hire. Okay. in terms of there are good quality people who spend the time to get to know each other or spend the time to like, I have your back. Like, regardless of the company, I have your back. Like, let's try to work together. Yeah, that's always nice. Which is nice because ours is mine is a little smaller. So there is I do see the same people over and over. So that might be helpful for me. I'm in a very large base, so I don't see people like that. But, you know, I've worked flights where um I've we've come in delayed. Right. And then run across the airport and get on the plane. And then I'm standing there and I'm the lead flight attendant. I'm like, hi, welcome aboard. And people are like, thanks for showing up. Thanks. And I'm like, what's going on? And one time that happened. And then like I kind of made a face like, what's that about? And the person like two people behind them stopped and said, 
I just want to let you know the gate agents were saying that you guys weren't here and, and we're, we're putting the blame on you. That's why people are coming on board and they're blaming you. Uh-huh. And I was like, oh, well, I said, watch we were, me make an, watch said, me make an announcement I on said, that. We were three hours delayed. We literally didn't. I didn't even get to go to the bathroom yeah. just because I had to run from like gate 17 to gate two. Yeah. And you're throwing so, shade. Well, throwing, you know, throwing people under the bus. Yeah. Don't, okay. throw, don't throw people in the engine of the Boeing 737 because you're going to come out chopped up. Chopped up. Chop it up. Chop it up. You only swore four times. That's it? I only said fuck. Well, five. Five times. Yeah. That's not, I'm getting better. You are doing, I, I don't mind you cursing. No. Like, I well, you know what? You when, just, when, I don't care. Well, when you we started this, Correct. I wanted to make it available for children. <laughs> <laughs> you doing anything for children is like off. No, I want to write a children's book. I'll do that with you. Yeah, I want to write a children's book. And I think I want to contact the gentleman who did the covers of my <gasps> book and the one who did the cover, uh, who did our logo. Logo for And podcast. I would love to work for him. I'd love to work with him and... um do a children's book based on my cats. Ooh. We could do a children's book based on flying, too, if you want. No, I'm tired of flying. Okay. Yeah, I want to do and other things. And we're done. And we're done. <laughs> a children's book. Oh, maybe we could do a children's book on how to fly and shut the fuck up. There you go. You know, like we those, could do those like, adults' children's books well, like or whatever. Those, what are they? I just saw one the other day, like, good, go to fuck to sleep or yes. eat your fucking food. Oh, I would love to. Let's How do about, that. like, sit the fuck down, down and, and shut, shut up. up? Shut up. I don't want to hear about your nut allergy. <laughs> <laughs> oh, please wrap this up. I'm done We're talking done. about We're agents. We're done. Yes. We're done. That's gate agents in a nutshell. Gate agent agenda. Get the door closed. We understand. If you're listening, you're a gate agent. We love you. We, we love want you. to work as a team. We appreciate you. And we understand. We know you take the brunt of it. That you're verbally and physically, probably not physically, men, <laughs> sexually abused by the airline. Because what, what they're fucking you in the ass. That's what they're doing. When they leave you with one person, you have to board 400 people yeah. for a flight to Manchester, England. I say that like I've experienced it, but I haven't. I just literally made that up. That was all. I'm going to say it again. That was all fake news. Fake news. All right, guys. Thank you guys for listening in. We really appreciate it. We love you. And take it away. Fly safe, birdies. See you next time. Come back to Confessions on the Fly. With? LJ. And me, flight attendant Joe. He's famous. No, I'm not. So famous. Okay, enough. All right, done.